You're gonna see our faces, but the uh, microphone doesn't pick up facial recognition yet. So yeah, we're getting there. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to smell a vision. <laughs> oh, this room to any other normal human being would be awful yeah. by the end of it. I'm How's that cauliflower soup? Still better than Friday Night Magic in certain shops. Yeah, strictly singles is a certain area that I. Ooh. Have been to twice, and will probably never go again. Mm. So it's exactly how I thought it would be, which is great, because I like cauliflower, and I like cream of whatever, uh-huh. and the addition of something cheddar-y, which I assume is powderized, is okay. So you're pleased. You're, you're happy. Yeah, it smells awful. It's it that tastes probably cream of happy cheddar. <laughs> happy soup, boy. Go fuck yourself. It's probably cream of cauliflower with cheddar added to it. I don't think so. That doesn't, that doesn't I don't like... think they make cream of cauliflower, actually. Doesn't look like a coffee. No wonder he's very spicy right now. Yeah. Oh, that coffee's over there. It's uh, sitting, waiting for its chance. <laughs> I hope you spoon that in your mouth as gently as you're spooning the soup. <laughs> I don't want to make noise. <laughs> but yes, okay. <laughs> Crack that fucker open. Just. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Don't like that. <laughs> All right, boys. It's been forever. How you doing? Welcome to the hell year. It's it's just it's just a hell year. This mm-hmm. year is hell. Like fucking holy shit. We Lo- looking pretty good on my end. Y- j- mm. it's Personal. Only, it's only like one twelfth of the year so far. You can't say that it's going to be bad. I mean, we well, almost oopsie poops at a war. Not we, but like the yeah. world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, in, in fairness, it is like a bit of a mess of a year. Like yeah. There's the ongoing threat of international war and nuclear death. Uh, coronavirus is running rampant. We yep. are literally playing uh, Plague Inc. Mm-hmm. at this point. Um, but, Madagascar, I think, has closed borders already. That's, that I mean, that's just the strategy. Yeah. <laughs> as, as soon as one of those red things pop up, they're like, and closed. Yeah. Fuck Honestly, it. if there was even a whisper of a, like a super virus, I'd be like, "Fuck it, guys, we're holding ass to Madagascar." On to Madagascar <laughs> we go. <laughs> Whether it helps or not, if the fucker's airborne and we decide to nuke some things, it's gonna be a real bad time for everybody. Yep. But Madagascar at least closing its seaport. <laughs> um, Have you ever beat a game of play game? Yeah. Yes. I beat fun. it all. Like one hundred percent, even the bonus stuff. Like, Ooh, uh, what was, what's the bonus stuff that they added? There's like a like cyber virus or something. You yeah, they also added like a zombie mode yeah. and a vampire mode. And it's neat. Okay. It's a fun game. It's a fun little romp. But uh, I shouldn't have to use that as a roadmap. No. <laughs> for uh, the next couple of months. No, maybe. you're right. You you shouldn't. <sighs> you do. <clears throat> I do. But you should. Yeah, I do. But provided we all survive. We could have had the last three months of 2020 to be like, oh, congratulations, we finally achieved world peace. <laughs> and really, is that all it's going yeah. up to? Yeah, yeah until somebody... Us, world peace amongst three people? Yeah. Still world peace. Just us left. <laughs> <laughs> the moment you don't have your coffee, it's like, this is war. <laughs> yeah. That's when he clicks the just one more turn button and... <laughs> Whoops. All of a sudden, it's nuclear proliferation all that, over again. That's when I get a notification, notification from God. What are you doing <laughs> on my next turn? <laughs> <laughs> the prompt comes up. Just one more turn. God. FBI. Yeah. Putin. Yeah. Don't you fucking think about it. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's movement at your front door. <laughs> like, doorbell notification. I love that one. <laughs> fucking those... I, I love the one that's also like a V. <laughs> that's my favorite. <laughs> I 
Ugh. I mean, look, if war starts out at least this year, it'll be, you know, like Vietnam War was the war with the soundtrack. This one's the war with the depression. Anxiety, Welcome to the, the jungle memes. is a good song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what of this? When you say Vietnam, that is the song I think of. Really, I think um, uh, Four Dead in Ohio or whatever that one is. Oh no! Because they were protesting the Vietnam War and the, the the people there that were saying, "Hey, we're going to enforce this." Shot four people. See, that is the intellectual decision. <laughs> For me, it's "Welcome to the Jungle" as an attack helicopter goes <laughs> over the top of the trees and then it all bursts into flame because that's what we did. Yeah. And they did blast music. But I mean, yeah. <laughs> <One of them. laughs> it, it works. Big Boss was not Big the first one to do yeah. it. But just say, yeah, Metal Gear 5 needed to take inspiration from something. And uh, uh, one of those, yes. Oh. Yeah. So that's uh, that's been fun. That's been a fun witness. Like, I hate it. Yeah. I hate it a whole bunch. Yeah. But on the plus side, you know, heat death of the universe has to kick in eventually. Yeah. Yeah. A couple <laughs> nuclear bombs going off is yeah. uh, definitely going to contribute to entropy. Yeah. Yeah. Might as well. But, uh, ooh, so. Ooh, what do we have um, to go to Mars? I like Usos. They're, they're a good Speaking tagging. of uh, living in a nuclear hellscape, uh-huh. um, have you decided on yes or no for Tarkov? Uh, I think so. You want to say yes. I want to say but yes. But you don't want to officially say yes. Yeah. I, okay. I kind of, I, I want to say, I mean, I get, maybe this weekend. Okay. Maybe this weekend. As um, a uh, as as a person who's been thinking about Tarakov, I'm definitely like through the door of Yes's house and just chatting and just being waited waiting for someone to invite me yeah, in. The coat the coats and the shoes are still on, but like you got the front door. I'm just saying. Like, I know I, I, I haven't No, it's okay. okay. I just wanted to add to my dumb analogy. Ah, I yeah. see. So I just, <laughs> just wanted to cut that off. <laughs> um I'm all in on Tarkov, despite the fact that I do not have the time to do it. I mean, yeah, we're still doing Iceborne stuff occasionally. I know, I, I do want to get in on Iceborne, but at the same time, um, I'm now so far behind that I almost don't want to. You're not really. Oh, like, really? I'm, mm. I haven't been, I haven't crafted a single set of armor except for like one time mm. where Ice was fucking me, and I was like, what? No, and, Fire was fucking me. And you're already fighting Bracadios? Uh, we're already fighting yeah. uh, the Elder Dragon variants, yeah. but that's literally just, I would say a good five to six hours of gameplay if you're really good, and if you're us, it's eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, shot. yeah, That'd be good. like the first, you go in, you're like, all right, explore this new place. Oh, you get a monster, then you do the thing. Oh, you get a new monster. You, like, because they just fire new monsters yeah. at you constantly, and like, literally the fifth one's Bracky. So, that's fair. it doesn't take long to get the Brachios. Yeah. I'll pick one and get into it. And if I pull the trigger on Tarkov, I'll let you know. Okay. Actually, like, Glavinos, and then immediately after we killed the Glavinos, like, three hunts, not even probably three hunts later, we were like, oh, here's the variant of Glavinos. Yeah, yeah. fucking, oh my god, that's... The game is... It's, it's rapid fire, but yeah. there's a lot of content to show for it. Like, when when your boss fights take an hour... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, we, that 50-minute time limit on that fucker... And we hit like 45, 46 minutes or something like that. And we were consistently hammering on the Two thing. Two boys is a hard fight because it's. You get the multiplayer stats and health. Yeah. Well, does it scale now to party size or it, does it just the yes or no, you have more than one? It's, it still scales a little bit on two, but like I find three is the worst scaling because you lose your palicos. 
Oh, yeah. You lose your Palicos, but you're set up for four people. Because the Palico bonus gear, uh, the healing one, gives you a fucking res. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you go down, you get back up. Nice. It takes a couple seconds, they plop a thing on you, you come back with, like, maybe 15% health. The level three Finally, finally we can kill the behemoth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the tier three stuff is actually amazing. Oh, um, I love it. The shield tier three stuff... Uh, he places down a wacky inflatable arm play like two man. Holy the shit. monsters specifically attack that. I love it. As one does. I am. Yeah. It's really nice. good for bow gun. Really good for I guess hammer when you have to hit the head and by God is that guy too dancy? Yeah. Yeah. Right, there you go. Just smart. trigger on that. I um. I wonder what weapon I'll get into because like great sword, great sword, great sword, great sword has always been like a mainstay. Yeah. Um, I always come back to it, although I have been playing with a lot of weird weapons. I'm, I'm just keeping... Like, right now, where Longsword I has... I keep going shotgun. I like it. But where my Longsword was, like, maxed out with the, the health regeneration thing, I find that when I'm not using that, I just die because I'm so used to being so healthy. Yeah. So I'm going to get to the point where that no longer does it for me and then swap to Switch Axe. That's fair. Um, with Greatsword being my normal with, like, no defensive abilities whatsoever... Um, I just get used to the dodging on it, mm -hmm. oddly enough. Um, but burst damage is good. Like, when we get a good stun or something, like, it's it's awesome. I'm more consistent with shotgun, and it just has a shield on the front of it, so it's fine. Mm -hmm. um, now that's, like, I should just put, like, short range up so that it just does more damage. They... But, or it could just not get hit ever. Hey. Ah. I did see a build for shotgun, endgame. That literally you just don't die. Yeah. Like, you cannot die. If you're relatively okay at doing anything, dodging yeah. not even included, you will not die. Yeah, that's what I built for the uh, for the behemoth. It was the gun with a giant, like, all three levels of shield on it. Guard up and defense up. So mm -hmm. I could block things that were normally unblockable and just take less damage in general. Yeah. Yeah. And I armor-sphered my ass off and was just like, all right, let's go. Yeah. And, it gets and I would only took chip damage the entire time. Garrett up was really helpful against Elsa Dragon, because, oh boy, is that, that Elsa Dragon have it out for me, specifically. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Got fight, man. Well, well, it took a while. There's a lot of AoE going on. Mm -hmm. it, yeah. It wasn't like the raid fight mechanics that were the problem. It was the fact that there was so many mechanics going on. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't get good at bow. There's something I'm doing wrong with it. I love the bow. I do like the bow. The, I, the I, trick I, is, you don't fire the bow. You never aim down and fire the bow. That was the worst mode in the bow. Hmm. You just spam Y and B. Because like, you do the dash out of the way, and you do a, a multi-shot. Yeah. And then your yeah. second shot after that is the spraying things down, which has a knockout chance. Yeah, I'd done a... Um, like, I'd looked up like a build for specific bows in that, and it was... You basically... You dash once, you press B to do, like, the spread shot. Yeah. But by dashing, it empowers your next hit. Yeah. And then you fire your bow twice, because it skips to the second and third part of the combo, which are the highest, and then you press B again for another power spread. And if you just do that at mid-range, you just... It's constant uptick of very high damage. Yeah. But you get no knockout. Um... Some builds are, like, really good for Dragon Piercer, but it's super easy for you to just fuck up it. Yeah, and, like, you're positioning. Not either. Um, so it, it's hit or miss, but I'll probably stick with Bow Gun. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably go with a Snipey one and Shotgun Shield and just see where I end up. It's very satisfying. 
There are things so far in this game that just actively hate on Beard and only Beard. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of incredible. That's why I built the Tigrex set, because the Tigrex set is speed eating a billion and oh my free God, meal plus bars. Yeah. In which <laughs> it's a 75% chance to get free meal. Yeah. So I'm just slopping down uh, mega potions, and then I slot it in for friendship, and yeah. then I'm just now healing for Devin and me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we don't die much anymore. But it's just funny, because, like, hey, B, what you doing? Oh, I'm going to eat. Done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, okay. And, uh. Hey, you want 66% of a demon drug? Oh, That's right. <laughs> <laughs> good. Yeah, I'll give it a shot soon. I would like to play Tarkov. I've been wanting to for a while. Um. There's definitely moments where it's salted out, and I feel like I wouldn't play it nearly as much as I would other games. Yeah. So it feels like a bit of a waste. Like, I'd rather just play more Siege most of the time and save myself the money. So. Yeah. But it's interesting. I want to support it because I'm happy it exists. That's true. <laughs> that's, that's the reason it's so entertaining to me. But, like, I don't know. You get one bad Ninja Turtle, you're just like, oh, let's do a factory run. And you're in there, and it's like, yeah, I just came in with, like, a pistol and, like, a bag so I can loot stuff. And then, like, one guy deploys as, like, his character with gear and is just wearing the best body armors and helmets. And you're like, oh, I can't actually hurt you. <laughs> like, he, like, walks through the door, and you're just like, pop, 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 and just ding, 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 off of him. And he shotguns you down, and you're like, oh, fuck. It, armor matters. Yeah. If you had, like, an AR, like, if you're sitting there with an AK... Even, like, one that's, like, half ramshackle, missing the dust jacket and everything, you're still gonna kill them. It's just, your little pistol or SMG isn't really gonna hurt that much. Like, yeah. he's taking damage, but he's you're gonna die long before he does. Yeah. Although, I did watch a very fun video where a guy went into, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the levels at all. No, I've, I've still um, not actually had the time to sit down and look at anything. That's fair. Factory is... A very small map where you're inside an abandoned factory, and you can go outside and around it. Yeah. But for the most part, like you're just in there. It's high action, like just flat out, constantly in danger from every direction, and it's very small. Um, and he goes in there and he gives himself just a pistol and like twenty something frag grenades, mm. and he just like runs and he's just like Kobe <laughs> cooks one. Throws it down a hallway. He's just throwing them everywhere. Like he runs into the middle of the room, just goes bap, 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 fires into the sky, and then runs to hide and starts throwing grenades in every direction. He got a kill or two. How pissed would you be if you like deployed with all your good stuff and some random idiot just fragged you in the head? Some flailing baby. He didn't loot anybody. He he died at the end because he ran out of grenades. Jesus Christ! It's like. It was Dan. Dan Giesling. Oh, <laughs> bless that, man. That is even better now. It's like an eight-minute like, video. It's worth watching. I was like, man, this guy earned my respect. He's a true goblin. And then as soon as it was Dan, I'm like, it's a whole new appreciation. Yeah. <laughs> he, he is the hobgoblin. <laughs> oh. No, but yeah. but, uh, it, I mean, it, the game definitely looks interesting. I don't know how I feel about... Actually uh, playing it. Yeah, because like... <laughs> I, I I more enjoy arcade style games. Like I would consider Siege an arcade style game, even if it's like a tactical shooter thing. It's yeah. it's more running gun. Like I don't know. It's hard to explain. I guess I get what you mean. That's a hard point to try and articulate. But, but I played it's... the hell out of DayZ when that before it was actually DayZ. Like when yeah. it was still the Irma mod. Sometimes that stuff just doesn't stick with you the same yeah. way. It's like when you go back to an MMO and you're like, cool, my nostalgia. 
nostalgia. Nostalgia. And then it's fun and you get through it and then you're just like, okay, I'm over it now. Yeah. Like a classic. Yeah. It's like, okay, why did that happen? Because this isn't actually the type of game you enjoy playing anymore. Or at least... Not right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I did have fun playing Classic. It's oh, just, yeah. I enjoyed a lot of it. Nothing there. But once it was old, once I got to experience what I wanted to in the yeah, nostalgia part I got everything off, I wanted out of it. I'm like, I'm good, actually. I didn't regret it. Didn't feel bad about the purchase. Didn't want to keep playing. Yep. But that was it. Yep. I still want to try a Final Fantasy XIV at some point. But the three times I've tried, I couldn't get past the sign-up screen. So. Yeah, the game doesn't, uh, I don't know, it doesn't capture me. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I, I'm interested to check it out. I probably won't ever actually get like into it, into it. Because you can just play to 20 for free, I think. Okay. Uh, and then after that, it's you, you yeah. need a subscription. So I might try that out and see what it's like. Who knows? Could be fine. Could yeah. not. But uh, every time, like when you go to register, there's an infamous bug where like you have to register for your account in the game, but through the browser, like through the launcher. And so often you're like, yeah, here's like all my credentials and you hit like sign up and it's just like, go and connect to servers. Fuck off. And it's just like, it, it happens. So you, you can't even do it on a browser normally? You have to do it on the You have game. to do it in the game. Then that, oh my, what? Or if you do it through the browser, sometimes it won't connect in the game. What it's, the fuck? They might have changed it. Uh, let me bring it up. That's so dumb. Can't. Like the game looks fine. I have no real qualms with it. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I, I don't think I can commit to another MMO. And I, like, the only reason I committed to Classic was because, like, it's Classic. There was a war band of people going to it for at least a little while, chucked it in, but, like, I, what? What's, what's up? I just, I looked up the login issue, and the most common fix is to reset your Internet Explorer settings to default and clear its history and cookies. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Get out my IE. Yeah. Well, like, there's a lot of programs that, for their background, like, like in launcher browsing stuff, uses IE yeah. and then puts a skin on. Like, I'm pretty sure Steam does. Uh, like when when you yet. click on things and you go, oh, that's a web page at the top. It's just skinning it through IE. Most of the Windows programs do it, and it's fine. It's when you try to browse the internet on IE that you have huge problems. Yeah. Turns out, if you actually turn off half of the like ingrained stuff to it, and then use a bunch of uh, like the corporate tools for offices. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. Shit. Anyway, um, if you just set that stuff up and it's like takes you a half hour to like get it calibrated the right way, it's the most efficient and safe browser you can use. Looks like shit. Uh-huh. But yeah, it, it like-, uh, like, you know, uh, sometimes, sometimes I just really don't want Chrome to guzzle my RAM. Yeah, that is a fucking ruiner. But uh, like... Firefox is honestly, like, way up there right now. You laugh. No, sorry, I'm laughing at something that happened in here when I heard Chrome. Somebody was like, man, Chrome and RAM. And then the response was, just in quotes, when you nut, but she keeps sucking. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what Chrome does to your RAM. It's not good anymore. Zachary, please. But, uh, yeah, Firefox is making massive strides for uh, data protection and privacy, which is very It's nice to see. It's yeah. nice to see better than Opera. <laughs> yeah. Although the old uh, find Nets... me three people you know that use Opera. Yeah. <laughs> the dolphin exists. Tor. Tor, I know. Tor's weird. Tor, I mean, Tor, um, Tor's more in uh, regimes. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. You're right. 
Yeah, it has a home in regimes and uh, anonymous forums. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Welcome to our homepage via tour. This is welcome to Stormfront. Nope, nope, nope. Back, back. All that for it. Nope. Get out. <laughs> that's that's a bad joke because no one on Stormfront uses tour. <laughs> <laughs> They're signed in with Dolphin and Opera and fucking come out and on behind four proxies. <laughs> this is a man wearing sunglasses at his computer desk with the lights off. <laughs> Just shouting I'm in every time he opens a browser. Fucking Russian hackers. (laughs) The the Wi-Fi cuts out for a second. I've been sliced! (laughs) They're furiously packing bags for the cyber police. Oh, man. I've been sliced. (laughs) That's fucking brilliant, dude. I I, I stole that one. Really I can't take credit for that one. (laughs) I don't care where it comes from. That... End product was too good. I want to purchase it yeah. one more time. There's uh, a when, when Critical please. Role opens, <laughs> they like announce their sponsors, and yeah. one of the guys always does like a little four minute skit oh, Lord. for one of the sponsors. And he's come like dressed as the Blue Man Group, Fuck. where he just like plays music and drums and like doesn't say anything and just like okay, like being weird. And he does a very good job of imitating the Blue Man Group. In fairness, yeah, but. He does that, and then he does, like, a really bad hacker man thing where he's got, like, tubes full of LEDs tied around him and, like, a shitty keyboard and, like, glasses and a hat, and he uses a bunch of really fake lingo, and he only does that bit when their sponsor that week is NordVPN. I was going to say a VPN <laughs> one, isn't it? Yeah. It's, and so every time the sec, the, the joke, the, the punchline, the bit or whatever is, he gets halfway through a bunch of fake uh, lingo and stuff, and then... Uh, he gets attacked or like counterhacked by his <laughs> arch nemesis. At which point he loudly exclaims, "I've been sliced!" and uh, and then is saved by NordVPN. Do you ever see that? Like, uh, I, I hesitate to say old because it was like mid two thousand. I think it was, but oh. it was. Uh, one of those crime shows where like they were being hacked and they had two people on one keyboard. Yes. It's like, wait. It's like one person here with like their elbows raised and then the other person with their elbows down and like their arms are over each other. No, no, it's, it's like, they're beside each other. Oh, it's yeah, even worse. Yeah, one person's doing like QWE to QWERTY and the other person's doing the UEOP. Yeah. And it's oh, just no. the fucking worst. Oh my god. It's, no. it's amazing. Amazing. Oh, it's beautiful. When you watch it, you go. CSI did that a few times. Well, CSI is guilty of, like, the enhance this PNG to, like, the fucking, like, I can get his license plate off the bolt on this. Yeah, there's there's eight pixels on it, and then they zoom in, and all of a sudden, it's in 4K. Yeah, you've got their birth certificate, and, like... (laughs) From a a traffic cam that's 100 feet away. Yeah. Motherfucker, I got a fairly recent Samsung that is still blurry every time I point it at anything. See, CSI has the technology levels of what Hideo Kojima thought uh, Metal Gear 1 had. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you're right. Oh man, I hate that you're right. (laughs) Yeah, CSI is legitimately uh, the Hideo Kojima of crime shows. I should watch CSI more. (laughs) Holy shit. You even have a bug guy. Zoom enhance, (laughs) rotate. (laughs) This is a photo. And? Yeah. We gotta go. We gotta call. A call. Yeah, there's been another murder. Another murder. God damn it. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> oh, holy crap. Yep, that and the bad puns and the... Yeah. 
I'm sorry I ruined that for you. <laughs> or enhanced it. No, you've enhanced it. Enhanced. Enhance. <laughs> <laughs> and I zoomed in. <laughs> oh, Rotate shit. 90 degrees. Go inside that can. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, like, it zooms in, and as it zooms in, the perspective shifts. Yeah. <laughs> like, it changes angle by, like, 30 degrees. It, what? It's really dark, and, like, you know, brightness up, brightness up, brightness up, and then, like, you're on the fucking path to Skyrim. It's like, and, uh, that's... <laughs> That's you wake up and in, yeah, no, exactly. I was just about to say, like, you're on that cart. The Nord ambush, eh? <laughs> so, I saw a clip of somebody who was playing Skyrim VR. Yeah. But they had a bug during the cart sequence. Oh. Oh, is it the fucking... Yeah! Yeah, where the, where the cart, cart goes absolutely physics wrong. And they're, like, holding the helmet, just go... <laughs> like... I was once doing, like, Need for Speed in the VR mode, where I'm on, yeah. like, the oval track. Yeah. Track is flat, track is at an angle. I'm on the angle. It's NASCAR. As soon as I got onto the flat, and both wheels were due to be on the flat surface, because it was a little jank, the car's model just goes, and sets down. Hate it. But it did it in a single frame. I'm in the car, and I went, I went, I pulled it off, and I almost threw up right then and there. At that point... I know that it's a lot of G force. It is, <laughs> and then uh, playing Skyrim VR. You know how in Bethesda games, when someone talks to you, like they run up to talk to you, yeah, and your it entire camera forces your forced. attention, and then does a weird dolly zoom on yeah. their face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you never moved your body, but your brain is forcibly rotated, and it. you get that dissociation, that's bad. Mm-hmm. Also, the default camera control is you use... Because in that one, you walk around yeah. and you use the stick to move the camera. You don't do the teleport thing, even if you have the controllers. That's fine. The default camera control is not smooth. It, it is... Oh, you is it have eight cardinal directions. Yeah, yeah. Or 12. And... You have 12 <laughs> cardinal directions, and when you move your stick, it goes... And snaps it. And that is the new center of your vision. So if you're looking over here, and you go... Three times... You, it like for, you look further back, and then when you turn your head back to the same position it's been in the entire time, you're now thirty degrees to the left. I hate it. I'm like, not okay with oh, it. Oh, I don't like that. But also the like, just the instant is awful yeah. and gut wrenching. No, and I did that. In, um... I can play it for like three hours in a row and just get like a weird start of a headache. It's like that's fine. I had a screen next to my eyeballs for a while. That that's yeah. fair. No nausea from it. But as soon as that happens, now I was uh, blade and sorcery or magic and Mm. and stabbing or whatever the fuck it is. It's like that medieval one with the wave based. It's like Gorn, but more pretty. Uh, Yeah, that one fucking put me on the floor just because of the hook. Yeah. Instead of being really smooth. It's bad. Yeah. I would rather get punched in the gut for 20 minutes than have my, like... They didn't put the fucking caramel in this again. Have my brain just like forcibly realigned. Stop like, things. You know, I, 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 I said earlier that I've been getting into Shadowrun recently. Yeah. yeah. And like deckers in that are, are hackers. And you have a data jack, which is a plug into your brain. And you plug in and then you go into the network of whatever you're plugging into. Or the internet as a whole. And you have an avatar and you physically manipulate things and hack that way. It's weird and abstract. But, um,. Defender programs and stuff will, like, forcibly eject people. Yeah. And if you eject, like, while you're fighting things in there, um, most defense programs will, like, just give you a migraine for three days. 
Like, cool. those are usually the worst ones of them. But as the defense stuff, it's like, when things go wrong in there, it physically hurts your body because your brain is going through things that your body isn't. Yeah. And now you have your brain plugged directly into the internet, and that's a bad time. It is a bad thing. It, uh, it reminds me of that. Yes, but did they get saved by NordVPN? <laughs> mm. That is a good question. Well, in a way. Because <laughs> most of, like, your cyber parts that you can get... Yeah. Um, like, you have a personal network. Like, your brain and any cyber parts you have, you have personal Wi-Fi. That can't be hacked unless someone's plugged into you. However, all of your cyber parts are Wi-Fi enabled. Why? So that you can use them to connect wirelessly to other things. Yeah. So, in theory, you can... Make my Bluetooth undiscoverable, please. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it, you, you, you can control your parts through brain if your brain isn't in your body. Um, but also, then you can be hacked. So most people of any ill-standing shadow runners, basically. Because yeah. uh, if you have enough money to buy cyber, but um, don't care if you're Wi-Fi enabled, then you're corporate. And fuck you, wage slave. Um, <laughs> so shadow runners, they just find the Wi-Fi chip and just gouge it out as soon as they can. Like, there's no point in keeping it there. Yeah. Chances are you'll never get hacked. But if that enemy team has a Technomancer, you are screwed. I... The universe seems fun. It is. I just, I love the setting of late stage capitalist overtake and dystopian nonsense. It's harrowing. I fucking hate it. And you can see so many little pits and pieces here in society of it. I'm going to tell you about two corporations from Shadowrun. All right. Um... Because in the lore, the, the the awakening that caused all this was like back in the eighties when the game was first made. Yeah. And it's set in like twenty fifty, so we're almost there. Yeah. But I mean, it, it looks close, also. Yeah. So <laughs> in this universe, BMW merged with, um, Fiss and Krupp, okay. the elevator company. Yeah. Which does way more than elevators. Yeah. Like we don't talk about it in our real life. They're involved in weird machinery all over the world. Fair. BMW and Fiss and Krupp. Uh, merge and turn into one of the biggest weapons manufacturers in the world. Um, I, I, I just seen thermonuclear stairs. Well, sorry. <laughs> they've already been, at this point, making a bunch of stuff, but it's there, and then they merge with this fake company from the universe called Seder, Okay. and it turns into Seder Krupp. The CEO <laughs> of this is a dragon, because dragons, historically, hoard treasure. Isn't the they president also a dragon? Yes, and then he got assassinated. Uh, That's uh, Dunkle's on. Wow. Uncle's on. He's a nice guy. He's actually trying to save the world. Um, But uh, most dragons are assholes. All dragons are assholes by a rule. Okay. Uh, Lofweir. Lofweir? Lofweir. I'm not going to hold you to it. Is the dragon who's the CEO, because they can take a human form, of Seder Krupp. Okay. Which is now the largest weapons manufacturer in the world. Their biggest rival, uh, tech-wise, is a company based out of South America Uh that has now taken over all of South America and the bottom half of the states. Um, called As Technology. I love it. They deal, pri- like, tons of tech, medical stuff, everything. They're the only corporation, because all corporations have magic people. You yeah. have to. Yeah. They're the only one that deals with blood magic. I'm okay with it. Blood magic is bad. Yeah. Blood magic it's... fucks up the astral plane. Oh, okay, cool. Fuck yeah. And allows the insect spirits uh-huh. to invade your world. Nice. Nature spirits normally are elementals. Yeah. They can only cross over in certain conditions or if you call them. That's fine. 
Insect spirits ignore these rules. Cool. One comes through, so do the rest. Love it. They're also toxic. Blood magic fucks it up. So does radiation. Okay. Turns out, um, all of the old nuclear reactors uh-huh. that we had, once uh, magic came back, bad time. Bad time. They all yeah. melted down. Oh. Ruined the astral plane in those areas. Of course. Uh, all of Australia, except for a couple settlements at the edges... Is just nonstop mana storms, uh, and the only people that live in that section are the indigenous folk there. A wide section of North America, dead center, is also taken over by indigenous peoples because in the setting, right before magic awakened, they had rounded up all the aborigines in North America and put them in internment camps. We've, we'd never do that. No, that doesn't sound um, like something that North America would do. Then magic comes back. Magic in this world, spirits are real. Yeah. Your belief in anything is what powers your magic. Mages study, logic powers their magic, they do it. Yep. They're no different than a shaman or someone who worships a totem or a deity and gets power from them. It's just an actualization of your belief. Yep. Cool. They've been practicing their religions for a very long time. A little, a little, while. A little while. And they are pissed. So then the great ghost dance happens. All of their wronged ancestors and spirits and spirits of the land and everything else... They go, no, fuck this. Yeah. Bring them all out. Ruin the place. Half of Canada belongs to the states. The other half belongs to the native folk, as well it should. Um, <laughs> and as technology is basically at war with them uh, and everyone else. Dang. It's it's a weird place. Berlin exists. In, uh, it's seceded from Germany. Uh-huh. And it is now the flux state, an anarchist government. Okay. It... Fails just as much as you think it should. I love it. It's literally... I hate it. Oh, are you super strong or have a lot of money? Yes? You're in charge. <laughs> it's... Okay, so it's just early stage capitalism. Yeah. It's where no, the rest no, of the like world any, is late stage capitalism. Any successful anarchy ends up becoming capitalism in the end. Mm-hmm. And it does. And it just fast-tracked. It's just like... It's such an interesting world. Yeah. I think it's neat. Yeah. 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 I, uh, 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 yeah, that's been a, well, fuck, when was the last time we did this? It's, it's been before Christmas. Yeah, it was uh, shortly before Christmas, <laughs> yeah. actually, because yeah. we talked about the possibility of having a pod between Christmas and New Year's, Yeah. Uh, and we said, yeah, probably not, and then... Here we are today. Nay, nay. And then yeah. not. is nearly yeah. February. And then yeah. not happened. Yeah. And I, I work next week, so that's... God, yeah, you're you right. You can stop that. You've been sh- I have been trying for a while now. <laughs> There's no... I haven't actually logged. The boil's gonna be higher in. <laughs> I don't want that. No. I don't want you to have that. So. Especially with the coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, so we get our chicken yeah. from China. Yeah. And it, chicken, it, the Chinese, it, it, the Chinese chicken. Yeah, and it's, it's the chicken the drumstick and your brain regularly is thawed to a point of being unsanitary and then refrozen. I hate so. it. This happens at least twice in store. Who knows how many times before that. Will you watch X-Files with the lights on? Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, I will uh, not watch X Files. <laughs> it's actually really good. It, it it's a great show. I hear that I haven't seen the new season though. Too spoopy for me. <laughs> too too spoop. Well, not such spook. I don't do well with spoops. Really? Yeah. I, I can I, do movies. That's fine. Can't play. I can't play spooky games. Never really? have been able to. I never knew that. Couldn't. I can watch people do it. I love it. I used yeah. to watch my cousin play Resident Evil. Yeah. I know most of the Resident Evil games and Silent Hill and the story and everything. I love watching people play them. 
cannot do it myself. Huh. I haven't tried recently. I probably can play horror games now. Yeah. But up until like 16, 17, anytime I tried, nope. Weird. Yep. Want to play Five Nights at Freddy's with me? Nope. <laughs> All can't of do them? that. I know I can't do that one. <laughs> That's yeah. bad. Yeah. All I mean, of them is, is a big ask. Yeah. One no. of them is a big ask. <clears throat> Five Nights at Freddy's feels like it should have been... It, like, if you're playing that, it feels like you're playing it on new grounds. It kind of I've does. played better games on new grounds than Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. All it, it's, it's essentially a new grounds game anyway, but just with better models. Yeah, and better I models very... and pretty good sound design. That's yeah, about it. that's that's all it's going for. Like I, I won't deny that the game is very basic, but honestly, I really like it. What it does, it does very effectively because it's a small package and it didn't have to like go yeah. too crazy. The lore nonsense can fuck right off. I don't care about that. Yeah. Well, as soon as the community went absolutely fucking apeshit on the lore, as soon as the second game came out, and then game theory got its teeth into oh, it. Oh my god, yeah. it's awful. Just yeah. let. It's a th- it's a very simple thing. Spooky purple guy made ghosts. Those ghosts are now robots. They're, they they want to fuck you. Yeah. Oh, that's the lore. I hate that. Oh, it's maybe, abs- but like fucking except in this one book here because mm. there's books of it. There's like six books or something. I watched Alex play all of Amnesia: Dark Descent. Yeah. Weird, and most of Outlast. I didn't really like Outlast. He loved it at the time. Too many dongs. Uh, in many in dongs. hindsight, it's just a really shitty game. Yeah. Once I watch somebody play it, and then they're like, hey, look how dumb the AI is. And then they literally just, like, abused the AI. Yeah, like, I think that's probably the... Oh, thing. this went from being, like, atmospheric and creepy to being pretentious and jank. Yeah. I can't... I can deal with jank. You know me. I love right. my jank. Yeah. However, I don't deal with pretentious. Yeah, and number two is more pretentious. It's a better game. I will say yeah. it's a better game, but it definitely is more pretentious. Um, the, the weird, like, promos and talking about it that the devs were doing, where they're like, I don't know, they're like, just more dongs, and then they're happy about it. They're just, like, talking about how graphic it is. It's like, it's not the point of your game. That's like, that worked for Saw, kind of, as a movie, because, oh, look, gore, shock horror, cool, yeah. that's, that's fine. But, like... When does that ever work for a game? What was that? Um, it was a game where it was all about just murdering people. Hatred? And it was incre- yeah, hatred. Yeah. It's like, okay. No one played it. It was not a good game. Yeah. <clears throat> and the big old fucking hype around it, as in like anti-hype bullshit, like, oh, your children are going to fucking kill everybody. It was like, Postal's a better game <laughs> than this yeah. by a country mile. You can pee on people, at least in Postal. <laughs> nah, hatred is not scum, good. too. Yeah. You can't do that in Death Stranding. See, by extension, you can. Well, yeah. You make pee grenades. You throw pee grenades. This is true. You peed on them. Yeah. I mean, if it's but you can't directly pee on somebody because... How do you get it in the first place? You got like, pee. Yeah, but, like, effectively, it's processed pee. Like, yeah. processed milk is, like, cheese and butter and yeah. shit. Yeah. Would you still call that milk? You yeah. call it a milk product. It's a yeah. pee product. It's not pee. No, I'd say it's a pee. Like, I would still say... I mean, if it's under the flag of berry, <clears throat> this is under the flag of urine... You know what? I didn't actually consider just putting urine as its own huge category. Yeah. You're right. All right, I'll concede that point. Yeah. If there's it like, involves urea and explodes. <laughs> if there's an NPC or like a hologram of an NPC, even if it's the player placed one anywhere in sight, he's like, oh, I'm not doing that. No, mm-hmm. I can wait. It's like, no, I'm not doing that right Finally, now. Finally, representation that matters to me because <laughs> yeah. I have a shy bladder, and yeah. you know what? <laughs> this makes me feel okay. 
man. Oh, yeah, I finished Death Stranding. That was yeah, good. Yeah, I liked it. I saw the uh, the baby giving the thumbs up, and you were there in the credits for ages. Yeah, it was good. In fairness, the credits occurred in, like, two or three different places, so that was a thing. But, uh, no, it was fun. Good story. Liked it. Cliff is a good man. Yeah. He, uh, he comes at you real hard. Mm-hmm. Um, he's an asshole. Where can I turn that come into? I don't think Sam fucks. Hmm. He spends the whole hmm. game afraid of physical contact with people. Hmm. Himself, I mean, that makes sense. Though. He does have a lot of handprint issues. Hmm. <clears throat> he does. The one person, no, he doesn't even like let his sister touch him, and she's not even like there. Like holograms will try to reach out to him. He's like, eh. And like he does it one time where like he shies away, and I think it's Guillermo del Toro's a dead man character, yeah. and he's just like, oh, ask him phobia. <laughs> just like. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> it's like, because it's a long, it's a, it's a long phobia. And he just like, just says it as if everybody knows that word. And he says it and Sam just goes, hmm. <laughs> Even if you know that word, 100% more believable, at least make him stutter on one of the syllables. <laughs> See, now, this leads me back to an earlier thing where you don't like pretentious games, but like, I love Fujima. I love, I love it, but Kojima's like... Kojima's pretentious is all fuck. Yeah, like... Yeah, he's he's you, the crowned king of you, pretension. You cannot deny that Metal Gear Solid and, like, anything Kojima touches has, like, the biggest air of pretentiousity. It def- there's definitely an element of that in it. Um, from the outside, 100%. Yeah. It doesn't feel that way when you're in it. Yeah, that's true. Which, that's yeah. the big difference. I can tolerate it on the outside if it, like, has good mouthfeel. But, like, you get into Outlast, and Outlast is just like, look at us go. Yeah. It's like... The, the pretension of Kojima definitely doesn't overshadow anything that he produces. Like, Metal Gear yeah. 3, still pretentious as fuck, it plays like a fucking spy movie. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, when, when the gameplay uh, and, and the, the actual story combine, it kind of does outweigh the pretentiousness, yeah. because, holy fuck, Snake Eater is still one of my favorite games. If you were to pick up Death Stranding from the beginning yeah. without hearing anybody's input, yeah. seeing any of the trailers, yeah. or hearing Kojima shit, or anything, any of the hype, all of that. If you just went, ah, oh, this is a game where that's like mostly hiking and journeying and trying to fix the world. Cool. You get into it and you're going to enjoy it and love it by the end of it. Yeah. Absolutely. The hype actively makes it worse. Yeah. I feel like the whole culture surrounding the whole hype culture makes everything worse. Correct. Like it just sets expectations that aren't there. Like, oh, Kojima game. We're going to dissect every single screenshot of Death Stranding, and then oh, it's a delivery game. They did deep, <laughs> they did deep dives on his goddamn Instagram and Twitter posts and photos and like everything he posts, being like, oh, well, we saw uh, like there's an exposed barcode, and these were the only three digits you could see. I wonder if that means something. It's like actually, this sequence of digits, if you add this and add <laughs> this, creates this, and then once you do that, it's Kojima's birthday. See, <laughs> it's like, yeah. see what that that honestly flags kind of back to other games such as like Five Nights and stuff it just it puts your fucking expectations so fucking high for this one person making games and then when you play it it's a humble attempt at a game in their own mythos completely fucking ruined by the sludge that is the fandom speaking of which has anyone heard or tried Deltarune yet? Yes, I've played it. Is yes. it good? I like it a lot it's very cute and actively makes fun of you for expecting Undertale Good. Uh, they, That's uh, what that needed no, to be. No, like, 
Toby Fox knows Toby what Fox he's about. gets it. Yeah. I feel like Toby, like very few creators that have this very niche product, like Gravity Falls creator, yeah. knew what Fucking he was getting Alex into, Hirsch was amazing. stopped it. <clears throat> if he did anything that the fans wanted to do, that would still be going and it would be horrible. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, he knew where to get out. Yeah, and, and then Toby Fox, he's a beauty of a human being. Yeah. I love him. <laughs> knows the story he wants to create and knows the people that are going to play. Dude, like... Fucking Undertale. Yeah. Like... Undertale's a genius game. Undertale, it, if you heard nothing else about it, genius game. But if you go to the internet at all and physically search out, I wonder what people are saying about Undertale. Don't do this. If you even dive to the first layer of hell that is the Undertale fandom, you're going to ruin the Yeah, that's the Game Facts board. Yeah. And the next one's the wiki. And then... <laughs> Going back to game theory. Oh. Yeah. He gave the Pope a copy of Undertale. <laughs> I yeah. like that. Yeah. This just where I'm thinking of Undertale and like the people surrounding Undertale. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's, I mean, I understand what you're trying to do. Undertale's a perfect game. I love it to death. Like, it's the, great music, great characters, great fun. You have like actual morality choices that make you a fucking terrible human being. Yeah. But give it to the Pope. That's big dick energy right there. (laughs) I don't know. Like I'm always I'm torn. Not big big in size, big in volume, in uh, collective volume because he has twelve, and that's what he's showing off by giving the the Pope his his uh, his Undertale. So what I really like about Undertale is that it really doesn't care what you do. If you play it straight, like you would any RPG, it just goes, yeah, okay. And it, some, it some just tough is a normal RPG yeah. if you do that. Here's some tough boss fights. And if you do any of the secret stuff, they're like, if you do all the good stuff, you're never going to die. The yeah. final, final secret super boss never, ever kills you. Yeah. But the final, final boss on the other side is a oh, fucking genocide nightmare. Run? Yeah. <laughs> so there's a, uh, I think I linked it a while ago, there's a Flash website uh, where you can just do in browser the entire Sans boss fight. Oh, <laughs> It's honestly, it. it's a boss fight that warrants the practice if you're speedrunning the game that yep. way. Yeah. No, it's a nightmare. I um, I loved watching. Um, there's two people I was watching play through the game. That one went to do the uh, like the genocide run. Yeah. And when they got there, they're like, okay, like, I think it was slow beef. Actually, it okay. was it was slow beef. And he cut to that point, and he's like. Oh hey, what are you doing here? <laughs> and then like talks to him. He's like, okay, yeah, hmm. I, he's not so funny anymore. And then the fight starts, <laughs> and he goes, huh? And he just <laughs> immediately gets murdered. It took him like ten tries to get through the opening, and then eventually he's like, we're gonna come back to this. And he ended up beating it. He could do a lot of the fight, but he just got like stuck at a certain point. And so he ended up beating it while he's on an airplane. Okay. With no sound. And the reason why is because when he got to the point where, like, everything just stops and you're like, what do I do? Um, He had, like, set it down and was, like, looking stuff up. (laughs) And then came back and he's like, wait a minute. And then figured it out from there. Nice. It's like. Oh, like, that's really cool. See, what I love about that boss fight is it's very, uh, it definitely decides to go 
one step forward in that. If you're in the menu for too long, he starts fucking killing you. <laughs> like, bones start going up to the UI elements, and if your cursor is on those bones, you physically lose almost all of your health. Yeah. Like, it's it's in, nuts. Insane game design. And, like, brilliant, brilliant game design. <laughs> yeah. So it's on, it's on GitHub, and it's called the Bad Time Simulator. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it works on... Oh, God. It's, yeah, I don't think you're going to be able to do that properly. Not Holy well. shit. That's amazing, though. Yep. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's good. That's good stuff. Holy shit. Yeah. So, don't do it on touchscreen. No, don't do that. But you can do it, like, you can just open it on your browser and just do it. That's amazing. It's like, that's cool. Because, <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, like, the game is low red. Like, look at the, the, the animation. Like, the, the only thing that really... What's really running in that? Really There's t- nothing that's taxing. It's, yeah. it's game maker, period. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's it's brilliant. And, like... All the I depth to that game goes down into all of the alternate text and the weird flags. The fact that it doesn't break, <clears throat> despite every almost every conversation you have checking flags for yeah. tons of stuff. Yeah. Just to change, like, the noun or a verb that they use. Or mm-hmm. change one adjective or... It checks when you talk to this person when it brings up their sprite. It's like instead of them being like smiley, they just have like a passive face because you just completed a genocide run. Yeah. And now they're like, hey, and they're like ever so slightly less friendly. Like they're just not smiling and they don't use exclamation points when they talk. If you, like, if you finish a genocide run and you start a new game, Flowey will be like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Why did you come back here? Yeah, that, like, I don't know. That that probably has to be in my top three games of the last decade. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, 2020, now you know, we've got the 2010s or 2019. Like, what was, I mean, we got we got 10 minutes. What, is, what, is, what, do, you, what do you think? What, do you, what, what is your top game of the decade? Ooh, <clears throat> top actually, top you go first. I was thinking about this earlier, and I have to remember it. Because, like, yeah, my, mine is probably up there for, like, Undertale. Um, I mean, my span of games is kind of limited, considering I like to play a lot of multiplayer games, and I haven't yeah. actually had that many first, like, single-player experiences that I've really enjoyed. But if we really want to shout out to, like, indies, I would say uh, Lisa is a very, very oh, niche. that is very it is good. hyper-niche. Yeah. Like, I can't... If, <laughs> if I were to say, alright, so here's a quirky RPG... And I need to, uh, in my mind, I'm going to choose, okay, indie, kind of short, kind of quirky RPG. I'd recommend Undertale more than Lisa, because Lisa, you have to be a certain type of person to enjoy Lisa to its fullest. But the amount of goofy bullshit, like the fish lawyer scene, there's a secret in the game in which um, you go into a fish town filled with fish people, and you have to get an item in order to fish, go to another secret spot so you can unlock more party members. But as soon as you collect that item, fish people just jump you, and the screen goes black, and you wake up in a courtroom with a fish judge and a fish jury with one guy in a sweater pretending to be a fish, and you have a fish lawyer who's literally just a carp on legs. And you go through this entire sequence, like, the fish people are doing fish speak, and you can't understand any of it, and then your fish lawyer is just going like, okay, oh yeah, alright, so what do you want to say to that? Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll go tell him, yeah. And then it was not translating anything. And then eventually it just goes, like, two of the weirdest spots. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, all right. yeah. it's like, all right, so what do you think of that? All right, I'll tell him. Uh, yeah, he wants to fuck your wife in the gills. 
Oh, he's, he's pissed now. Like, <laughs> what, what do you want to say? And then there's like, your options are like, um, yeah, like, um, please help, no, or like some other variation of bullshit because you don't understand what's going on. And then he, finally he just goes, all right, I'm done here too. You know what? This place sucks. I didn't even want to be here. All right, judge, how about this? We're going to take off. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna slap your son because he's ugly. <laughs> All right, cool. Flash to right in front of the courthouse. Like, man, I thought we were, we were fucking on fire there. You should I should join your party. Yeah. Uh, he joins your party. <laughs> so that's Lisa the painful. Yeah. Have you played yet, Lisa the joyful? Uh, was joyful the third one? Was it? Were you playing Buddy? Effectively, yes. Yeah, no. It's, I'm it's also the one that, that comes after. That's also a fever trip. I love that one. Oh, it's, uh, it it feels as good to play as the genocide run feels. Oh God! Well, you're just like the whole time. You're just like this place is bleak and awful, but you need to finish. Yeah. You feel compelled. You want to keep playing the game. You're just like, man, I hate all of you. Oh no, everything sucks in that game. Mm-hmm. Like it's a game about being in a horrible place and yeah. having nothing to do about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also, in terms of game design feel, uh, where Undertale definitely has the mechanics of yeah, it's also a tur- it's a turn based strategy, <coughs> turn based RPG, yeah. and it's also a bullet hell. Yeah. And I thought that was very compelling because the way they change up your, the way your little heart moves, like even just oh, it has gravity now. Yeah, now you ten out of ten. Yeah. Now that's like completely different. Yeah. Um, in Lisa, it's. So everything's a default RPG maker guy, except everything is so hard, and sometimes you get party members that you are stuck with because everyone else died. Their only use is the use items. Items are fucking great. <laughs> yeah. So is that your pick? Uh, I would say Lisa as a uh, my personal like indie game. Yeah. And then. Uh, if I really needed to have something to recommend to people, would be Undertale too. I, yeah. I, I think that's an experience that everyone can enjoy. Um, your, your top couple games of 2010 to 2019. Yeah, so, like, all-time favorite game doesn't count because it's from the 90s. I mean, no, that, like... Yeah. yeah. But recently, over the last 10 years, I can't even remember a lot of what's come out. Uh, there's a long period of this decade where I just wasn't playing games. That's fair. That's me too. Um, like, at least five years of it, I just didn't. Um, I mean, we, we played, like... But that Magic being said... For <laughs> the majority of our free time. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think that... The game I played a lot of and got the most enjoyment out of alone... Uh, probably Dragon's Dogma. Interesting. <laughs> I love... I've done so many New Game Plus cycles. It's, <laughs> All right. I've played that game more than you might think. Yeah. Um, although my hours aren't that high, I've just done a lot of playthroughs and like tried all the playstyles. I like it. Um, for like general, can always pick it up and play it and have fun with it. Oh. Yeah, no, definitely. Game of the Decade, Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate. Okay. <laughs> uh, I... I put over 500 hours in that, and I loved every second of it. So, yeah, probably that. Um, That's definitely it as, like, my all-time one. Dragon's Dogma for, like, alone and socially, I don't know, honorable mentions to, to Siege. Because yeah. we we get a lot of mileage out of that, and it's fun. Yeah, yeah. like, that's, and that's, I, that's I really where my like that. metrics kind of lay, is, like, what's, what's my mileage? Because, like, 
I can have fun in a single player game. The mileage can vary based on that. Like I mm-hmm. fucking love Metal Gear Solid Five and like Ground Zeroes, like all that tie and stuff. That was fun as shit. Yeah. But like, <clears throat> I get way more out of playing Civ for some reason. Yeah. Than I did that because like, I, I know there's gonna be an end to Metal Gear Solid. I got the end. It's great. It's enjoyable. I'm, well, not really. Uh, Two thirds of it's great. And, yeah. But like. Fuck, I can sit there and play Civ. I can load up Civ Five right now and probably go for, like, the next 12 hours. Yeah. I do <clears throat> like the slightly monotonous games as well. See, my taste in games are really weird. In terms of oh, experience, yeah. I definitely recommend my little RPGs that I adore. Yeah. But, um, I don't know, something, something about something very simple that you can just play that you feel a progress being made, like the Zero Cleanup Simulator. Yeah, that was fun. Or Detail, rather. Do you want a recommendation... For a weird RPG that is monotonous and goofy and different. Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Residence of Fate, I think, is now out on PC or soon to be, or re-released at least for like PS4 and Xbox. Yeah. Um, it was originally just on 360, uh, I think. Yeah, there's that. Um, that's the one where you can put 22 scopes on your gun. Nice. <laughs> because you get the, the gun customization. So different guns have different barrels and grips and, and clip attachments and all this stuff. But also scopes and different attachments. And some scopes have attachments for other scopes on top of it. So that you can combine them. But if you're dumb, you can combine them in such a way that you have like an extended drum magazine that has a laser sight, like a barrel <coughs> attachment off of it. Yeah. It's meant to be able to put a laser sight there, but it occupies the same like coating space as like a silencer sure. or an extended barrel. So then you can have like a drum magazine come out and then it actually like, you have a giant extra mag of like 25 times your normal capacity attached to a vertical grip. Yeah. And then from the vertical grip, it actually comes off straight and you can have five barrels going up the front of your gun with a giant 4x <coughs> scope that then has an 8x scope and then two smaller scopes put together and it just it's it gets ridiculous it's not reflected in the model which is a shame ah. um but it's interesting oh Nero tomato was also pretty good near it was fucking really great was also like, oh yeah i forgot about that that yeah. was fun yeah but the fact you forgot about it yeah it's that's a little, a little sad. the fact that it didn't come to mind means that Hmm. It was an experience that we enjoyed and we were hyped about, and you will remember fondly if it yeah. comes up, but it's if one I of those... If I had to say best story yeah. out of all the games I've played through the decade, it's yeah. probably Automata. Yeah, it's a yeah, very I, it's a very true. bright torch in the sea of candles yeah. we got going on. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, would, I would put it up there, but like you got Witcher to contend with in that last decade, man. That's I true. Haven't I haven't actually played Witcher 3, and I have everything except... Uh, I have everything and the DLC. I, I just bought the Game of the Year edition. So I'm I'm like twenty minutes in. <laughs> I should probably play it, but at the same yeah. time, this mess ain't gonna clean up itself. <laughs> 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 in fact, weird thing, uh, Emily was very hyped about The Witcher because he's, she was watching the Netflix Netflix series, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah Netflix series. Uh, the Netflix series, and then I was watching a stream where some guy was playing Vasira cleanup detail, and uh, really funny. Oh, That's yeah. a lot of attachments on a gun. <laughs> uh, looking up some screenshots and some uh, reviews of uh, Resonance of Fate, it's goofy. I'll probably end up picking it up. You get three people, arenas with things, and when you take your turn, you'd be like, oh, I'll run in that direction. It's just like an action line and a distance. Or you can vault. And so you jump. And as you jump and just travel like a distance of like 60 feet, you 
go like target do 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 and you like assign your targets and you shoot a whole bunch at them and you just keep doing it over and over as you fly and jump Jeez. and if you have two people here at once you do combo attacks or you can slide and do it and if you slide and hit people with like the right gun it airborns them and then you can have someone else jump and just spike them with it it's absurd yeah anime is fuck yeah uh my silly point Watching The Witcher in bed, I was playing something uh, on one of my monitors, just kind of one of, uh, I think I was playing like Team Fight Tactics because I was tired, but I also didn't want to go to bed yet. Mm -hmm. And the other monitor was a stream uh, of someone playing Vizier Cleanup Detail, and she looked over and goes, hey, what's that game? It's like, oh, it's, uh, it's, it's this game, uh, you're essentially a space janitor, you have to go clean up like the yeah. aftermath of the After Doom, Doom room yeah. or something. And she goes, oh yeah, that's a neat game. And then, like, just, oh, I have it if you want to play it. Didn't even ask me about any of the Witcher games from <laughs> since before she started watching it to afterwards. I'm like, yeah, I have Witcher 2 with the DLC and 3 with yeah. the DLC. Like, we can definitely play that. But no, Viscera Cleanup Detail. <laughs> yep, immediately get on that. It's one of those weirdly satisfying types of game. No, like, it's one of those monotonous, you can turn your brain off and just, you've got a task, go do the task. And that's honestly, like, it's also one of those games that with a friend, you're just it's a podcast game. Yeah, if we ever <clears throat> wanted to do a streamy podcast or like a something in between while we're waiting for something, it's the perfect game because it's simple, you yeah. don't really need to pay attention, but it pays to pay attention. Mm -hmm. And you can just talk and shoot the shit, it's and nothing so really is like a disbenefit to it. Goofy sometimes, too, right? Like, oh, what am I gonna do with this? Mm throw it in there and then it just explodes and then the mess gets even worse and like ah fuck <laughs> there's one level that's in a factory during like a robot uprising and you have to install turrets but any metal thing that passes through any of the in between of any of the storerooms will trigger the turret to shoot at you great and you have to clean up the bullet holes you have to clean up uh the residue that it makes and you have to make sure everything's metal is out of that room so you can clean it up, which includes bullets and the Ooh. gun that makes it so that you will bullet holes. I so hate it. yeah, the streamer uh, that I was watching actually was like, "All right, so how do we how do we restock this turret? Installs turret, installs ammo for turret. It's like, all right, done and done. Let me pick up this bucket. Everything <laughs> exploded. Like it was awful. Yeah." It's, yeah. That's the type of experience I wanted out of Shenzhen I.O. Mm. Um, then I got into Shenzhen I.O. and I'm like, huh. It's like, it, it, like there's a pop-up. It's like, you should make sure you check the manual. <laughs> we recommend printing out the manual and oh. putting it in a binder. To which I said, what? There's a 30-page manual that they recommend you print and put into a binder because you will be referencing it constantly. Christ. Um, Needless <clears> to say, <throat> I have all of ten minutes in Shenzhen I.O. <laughs> Bless. Yeah, it's you're it's designing like computer pro like computer parts as like faux like pseudo programs and code. Yeah, and writing pseudo code and it's not. It's literally homework. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, I don't actually want to do this at all. Um, but yeah, for other games, just mm. what I'm thinking. Uh, just like looking at a couple things that pop the list here, but uh, Borderlands Two, I put in. I put in a lot of time with Borderlands 2. It's fair. I, I couldn't get into Borderlands. I, I understand the appeal of it, but like, there's just something about it that rubs me the wrong way. That was one kind of like how you had many runs of Dragon's Dogma. I have restarted and played Borderlands yeah. 2 so many times. That's fair. <clears throat> um, Shovel Knight? Yeah. 
Shovel Knight's fucking Shovel Knight's just a like if you if you want something retro but modern there you go like I played King of Cards and even the card game was fun and uh, the 2016 Doom Hollow Knight's great Hollow Knight was a good game Hollow Knight's yeah what else is there is there anything else I could think of (laughs) (laughs) best parts it's fan art of the crazy gun combination. Oh my god. <laughs> it's the lady sliding. Oh no, it's the guy sliding with his like SMG, two verti grips, uh, three rows of barrels, two of which are only two deep, uh, and then six red dot sights. At what point do you say, alright, we don't need any more sights? I think it's one. Need <laughs> I can see a canted site being useful. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, here's a different argument. Instead yeah. of what is your game of the decade, what do you think the best game of the decade actually was? Hmm. Or what do you think is the most defining game of the decade? Or maybe. Let's see. Oh, I forgot about Disco Elysium 2. Mainly because I haven't finished it. It's that game's good. a trip. Yeah. yeah. I would say... Oh, wow. It's been such a long period it's of time. It's been a long though. period of time. Mm, that's really tough to say what, like, the best... Let's see. If Minecraft you just for... technically came out in 2010. Yeah. That, so, that's a of, monumental game. That is a game, monumental right? game. Under the following qualifications of yeah. story, graphics, sound, like, the... The, the meaning behind the story, not just like how well written is it, but yeah. like the messages of it, how people received it. You're getting very stoic on this. Like with just across the board, um, I think, in my opinion, it's somehow a tie between Automata and uh, God of War. Oh, the, yeah, the new yeah. God of War is pretty sick. So, new God of War is... It checks a lot of boxes in a really satisfying way. Yeah. God, it, it just, it has, alright, God of War is a very complicated game for me, because I've only actually seen it be played, but I felt it, because they went through all the story beats, they went out of their way to get as much optional dialogue as possible, and though it did exactly what it wanted to do, and I feel as though that left more of an impression on me than any <clears throat> other game I've played. Yeah, I think as a whole package, God of War is fucking top tier. And it's cool, because then you can just also, uh... Thor the Axe, which is yeah. really fucking cool. No, I, th- I think for, like, coolness, for, like, technical ability during gameplay, for the story involved, the messages, the actual graphics, the sound design, and, like, even, like, the UI and stuff like that, and how people seem to receive it, I think it's God of War. Yeah, alright. Big, you got any ideas? Anything you think is decade-defining? <sighs> well, The Witcher 3 is an easy pick, only because it's just well-known. It's so it's it's it, it, if you don't handicap yourself to the modern game design trappings and like actually want to play the game mm-hmm. just raw like yeah. no other information besides exactly what you need and maybe a reminder if you ever want to look at a map yeah i feel like that experience is very good but honestly i probably put minecraft up near the top <coughs> minecraft is yeah. such a monumental thing and aside from everything else, it it just has everything besides a story. Yeah. Like if and I if I had to do story, it would have to be God of War because it left a genuine impression on me. Fair. 
near uh, near a tomato because it's pretentious, but it's also excellent. Fucking solid ass game. And uh, oh, I had a third one. I guess Witcher. Witcher was also fantastic in the fact that I really like its lore. I like I like the Witcher in mm-hmm. general. Um, but no, I think Minecraft in in a complete package. From a tactical standpoint as well, because it got a lot of people in the modding. Yeah. Like, it, it taught a lot of people a lot of things. It shook up the entire game industry. Uh, but my top three picks for mm-hmm. the 2010 to 2019s is Minecraft, mm-hmm. Undertale, and Dark Souls. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Dark Souls as a game created a... Not create a new genre, but, like, expanded... It what, did Dark what Souls? I call the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time genre because fuck yes. you, it's that's what the game is. Yeah. Dark Souls <clears throat> cracks a foundation in which I think a lot of people were really scared into getting. Yeah. Which uh, it, it paved its way to all right, let's have a tough but fair type of gameplay. Exactly. And it's as rough as incredibly rewarding. As rough as Dark Souls One was, and then Dark Souls Two was perceived to be, um, it definitely paved its way to like all right, so maybe we shouldn't be afraid. And then the Dark Souls likes <clears throat> came in. Yeah. Yeah. Like, without Dark Souls, I guess if we really wanted to say if, if it was, like, genre-defining, we wouldn't have such gems such as... Uh, I don't think we have gone to War without it. Well, like also that. War. Yeah. Probably not. No. Because, like, that's such a direction shift from the original God of Wars. But that they, they pacing was more Dark character Souls. character action <clears throat> to this, like, character RPG. Yeah, it's a narrative-driven really with yeah. the back game. Like, you slow the pacing down. How do you do that effectively? Dark Souls is perfect for yeah. it. And also... The way that they handled the world building and lore yeah. in God of War was very dark. It was very FromSoft. Yeah. Well, like, it was also very <clears throat> telling in gameplay in that it made dying as a character. And I know roguelikes before it and other yeah. things, like, just kind of... They also paved this, that way to this line yeah, like of thinking. <laughs> but death didn't mean a restart in a checkpoint. Death meant... Yeah, you can just keep going. You go another yeah. other way. You can claim you a setback, like, but like, yeah, there's either an incentive to go back or the realization that you're not ready yet. I'm going a different way, yeah. and it, it was very forgiving in that. Like, yeah. Dark Souls people think it's t- incredibly brutal, but like the game is more forgiving than it has to be. Yeah, it's honestly like uh, it, it's hard. I'll give them that. Like yeah. sometimes you just get brick walled, but the brick wall, as soon as you realize, oh. Like, it's effectively the, when you play any multiplayer game that requires precision or, like, snapshot accuracy, sometimes you're just not feeling up to it. It's exactly the same thing as Dark Souls. Like, I I was brickwalled by, not the gargoyles, uh, I was brickwalled by a boss, and I can't remember who it was. Capra? It it wasn't Capra. Capra was actually very easy for me the the first time I did. Like, I think I first tried Capra. I died a lot to Gargoyles. Yeah. Uh, I died a lot to Quayleg. Um, Ma Demon. The weird thing that has a little tiny crocodile head comes out of the sludge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. giant one. Yeah, Gaping Dragon. Yeah, that's what it is. I can't remember what boss. It was not very far in. And then I quit for, like, a year, and then I came (laughs) back. I wiped the floor with that fucking guy, because I was in a different mind. No, that is one game that, like, you you can accomplish way more than you should be able to at that point if you're smart. Yep. And it's, again, one of those games that are incredibly rewarding. It's also one of those games that allows you to, if you really want to, grind and try to outstat the damn thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can you can take oh, yeah. things in any way you want, and that's another good thing about it is like there's no real one way to play those games. Honestly, I was fucking scared of Havel, and then as soon as I like learned how to properly backstab people, I was like, "Fuck you, Havel." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, 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 yeah. 
So, so that that would be one of my. But yeah, that cracked foundations. Minecraft cracked foundations. Um, God of War honestly built out of, essentially took whatever sedimentary rock and built a pretty nice house out of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I think God of War is probably the best game built of other pieces. Yeah. Well, like, it just had such a like. There's just so much to it. It yeah. was definitely built upon. Just Boy. like Undertale is built upon other things, but as it, as it stands by itself, that is, like, yeah. when you think of indie games, that's one of the top-defining ones. That and, like, Shovel Knight are my top two defining yeah. indie games of the last uh, last decade. Also, oh, just the idle character. Like, just, I don't want to gush a little bit, but, like, the characterization <laughs> of Boy and... Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and Kratos is, like, he just ended up beating a troll to death by mounting it, making it kill everyone else, and then poking its eyes out. Yeah. And uh, one of the quips that you can get randomly generated from Boy is, man, you're really scary. And at that point, it was the funniest fucking <laughs> thing. Yeah. Like, context, ooh. <laughs> I, no, I will... Without even playing God of War, I will sing the praises of God of War. I re- that's one game that I still want to get to at some point. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's, yeah. Like, that. that's... I'm, I'm glad we're in a time where games are good. Yeah. Like, the Ooh. past couple of years for gaming has been fucking excellent. A recent one I heard very good things about? Control. Yes. I haven't looked at it, haven't Insanely played it, but I've heard good things. excellent, like, uh, Eldritch bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. So, uh... We're way over. We're way over, so lightning round, closer. From the last decade, what's your best video game villain? Uh, Pick one and then an honorable mention. 